Finally got her happily ever after with Jeezy, aka Jane Wynn Jenkins. It's really nice to see um, Jeezy taking part in Gina's culture. Just yesterday, I was scrolling on my Instagram and I was just like, wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, wow, wow. Black content creators are killing it. Like, the 19-year-old boy goes to Oxford University um, and he has sickle cell, actually, and his mom has been really worried about him, of course, because of his condition. He went missing from, from their home. Um, and I feel like in those kind of relationships where partnership is the prerequisite or is, um, is the theme, I think it's absolutely beneficial for not just the woman, but also the man as well. Hi guys, welcome to the Mo Chunk Show and welcome to another installment of What's Trending, where I give the latest of what's popular in the world of celebrity, celebrity, and in our world of today. So guys, really great news for Jeannie Mai. She finally got her happily ever after with Jeezy, aka Jane Wynn Jenkins. They got to have this really nice fairy tale looking pink, autumn-y, like the browns were the, the color things that I was seeing in the wedding. Really nice and rustic, but also really pretty. Obviously, Jeannie's very like into fashion, so you can imagine that she probably like had a huge hand in putting that all together. It looks really gorgeous. He himself, he was wearing pink. She wore like a blush um, stroke cream colored dress, which was really, really stunning. They actually did a wedding in their home as well, which was really, really beautiful to see. There was images of um, Jeezy like doing the whole bowing to his parents. Um, I think there was even a picture where he knelt down at one point as well. So it was really nice seeing like a fusion of different cultures. Of course, when you know you love somebody, then you're gonna wanna learn and do their culture at the wedding, which is really nice to see um, Jeezy taking part in Jeannie's culture. Of course, I, I do remember what Jeannie said about black men on the show. On several occasions, Jeannie, you know, she said some things about, questionable things about, you know, fetishizing um, black men. So there's that side of me that's like, okay, congratulations, but I remember what you said. And it's kind of like, okay, she's finally got what she's always wanted. Um, so I guess it's good in terms of who she was with, perhaps wasn't who like her heart or her desires actually matched up to. And, you know, her and Jeezy, they seem to be, you know, in a very loving relationship. So congratulations to Jeannie and Jeezy, double J, JJ, in his house, J squared. Oh, crew. So let's go straight into celebrity news. This one isn't as much of celebrity news as you know something happened, but just something I'm personally noticing online in terms of the celeb world and the online content creation space. It's really a huge shout out to all the black content creators that are killing it right now. Like just yesterday, I was scrolling on my Instagram and I was just like, wow, 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 wow. Black content creators are killing it. Like, I don't know what's in the air right now in terms of perhaps like inspiration to start creating content or to push content a bit more on spaces like Instagram and TikTok. Like, we're, we're doing amazing. You guys are doing amazing. Like some that really come to mind that I've been loving their pictures, content lately is Tanaka Travels. Like her, um, 
photography and her fashion photography meets fashion in terms of the quality of her content is so great amazing outfits put together showing some really cool spaces around london another amazing um content creator is monroe who recently has been popping on tiktok because of her skincare videos she did a funny um tiktok about um the royal family as um as skincare products that was really cool like we are doing a damn thing i just want to big up like black content creators right now and also encourage them to keep going because i'm loving watching you guys be so flawless and you know work out your content and do it really really well um we are the blueprint and we'll continue to be the blueprint um so just keep pushing and keep moving forward in terms of world news guys this one's a really sad one um richard okorogeye is still missing news initially came out about him going missing about two weeks ago and this has literally like hit social media because his mother reached out to the news reached out to the police and you know press got hold of it and she's basically been crying out for her son you know who she seems to be very very close with the 19 year old boy goes to oxford university um and he has sickle cell actually and his mom has been really worried about him of course because of his condition he went missing from from their home and you know there's been like minimal sightings CCTV wise so the first one that the police was released in terms of footage or images was they saw him getting on the bus 23 in Ladbroke Grove there wasn't any um, information about where he was going to where they next saw him was getting off at um, Epping Forest in Loughton um, from a taxi and you know the person um, the taxi driver has also been like question in terms of what he might know about his whereabouts and what really worries me personally is that first of all he's going into a scene near a forest was he heading towards the forest was he going into the forest and why and then secondly he was holding a bag and it's like ugh, i'm just i'm really scared that the worst might have happened but still praying and still hopeful that he goes home safe to his family one thing that was really sad in the way the police has handled the case was you know when his mother reached out to police and they, they said to, to her quite insensitively um if you can't find your son why would we be able to it's just like someone's looking for their child and that's your first statement you know it's again recently certainly there was a report that the uk is not institutionally racist and it's like we're seeing situation after situation that suggests so because what was the reason for them to say that to a black woman who's looking for her black son there was also in the news the police were trying to say that they weren't understanding her english and she wasn't speaking wasn't speaking very well it's just like the level of gaslighting sometimes just admit their fault in this case and then push forward and keep looking to me she spoke perfectly fine and i just really hope they focus on the investigation and they're able to find richard and bring him back home guys there's been an update since this was actually filmed um and basically a body's been found that is said to be believed to be um richard by the police um a post-mortem examination is due to be to take place before they formally confirm or not confirm if it is him um a lot of people still hope for that hopefully this boy is okay and he's still going to come home really 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 sad situation in terms of social trend guys so on twitter today they've been debating if marriage actually benefits women because you know in the in the world that we live in you know it women a lot of women aspire to marriage they want to be married um because you know society kind of places like value on women that get married or aspiring towards marriage or they encourage women to aspire towards marriage um and the question that's always begged is that okay we aspire to this thing but is it actually worth it for us 
and basically it's just been a, a whole hoo-ha because it seems like the, the, the argument that keeps getting brought up when it comes to yes it does benefit a woman is you know a lot of women are financially looked after in terms of the man tends to take take over the finances of the home tends to protect tends to you know just look after the woman and you know a lot of the rebuttal that we're seeing towards that is that actually not every woman gets to experience that majority of the time it's actually you know shared in terms of finances in the home you know there's that video of that woman is like what do you do for a living she's like oh i'm married excuse me what do you do for a living what do you mean like what do you do for a living i'm married why you know that's not every woman's um, story and it's th that's not to say that if that was the case in those kind of relationships or marriages or partnerships that the man is a failure because i feel like i feel anyway my argument against patriarchy is that it affects both men and women negatively in the sense of it puts an it puts an unnecessary amount of pressure on the man to provide for two people and then when they have children as well for the children as well one personal um, and I feel like it also puts women down um, in terms of it doesn't give women as much rights or freedom um, to choose certain things and to experience certain things. So I feel like both on the man and the woman, patriarchy does no one um, any good. I believe in partnership, whatever that looks like for your family. It might be 70-30, it might be 50-50, it might be 100-0. Whatever it looks like um, for your family, I believe in partnership and everyone pulling their weight. Um, where they can and where is needed um, and I feel like in those kind of relationships where partnership is the prerequisite or is um, is the theme I think it's absolutely beneficial for not just the woman but also the man as well because if for example you're a man you are bringing in the bacon and your wife is a lady of leisure um, some of us do aspire to that and <laughs> um, by us I don't say us us <laughs> like you know some of us like to rest I like to rest um, say he's bringing home the bacon and you know you're looking after the home I believe they're both mutually beneficial mutually benefiting from that in a sense of they're both pulling their weight where is needed if you're, they're both working they can both do the domestics they're both mutually benefiting because they both sharing the load of paying for bills they're both sharing the load of domestic needs they're both sharing the childcare all of that kind I feel like it can be mutually beneficial when there's genuine love and there is the theme of partnership um you know some people will say that it doesn't benefit women because women go through childbirth um and then negative experiences some women might have had they might have been cheated on um they might actually earn more than the man but they're still doing majority or all of the domestic so it's like how is that beneficial again highlighting and proving my point that if partnership is not there um, or is the partnership is not the theme of that marriage, then it won't be beneficial to either party. You guys let me know in the comment section down below. Who do you think marriage benefits more, the man or the woman? Or are there situations where it benefits both? And what are those situations? Let me know in the comment section down below. And that's all I really have for you guys in terms of what's trending. I do have Chit Chat with Mo coming up. I'm going to record two Chit Chat with Mo today. I'm going to be talking about is Christianity the most disrespectful religion? And then I'm going to have a special guest, Dr. Kanayo, on the show, talk me through some of the things that she's been through in her life, um, from you know going through a chronic illness that nearly took her life, to going through a very public relationship that ended up in like a public heartbreak, breaking off of an engagement and also her career progression you do not want to miss it guys do make sure if you like this part of the show share with your friends comment below on the things i spoke about and subscribe to the channel for more until next time guys peace and love peace and chunks
is Christianity the most suspected religion? Um, a lot of people have had a lot to say about Lil Nas X's recent video. What's the name of the song? Call me what you want, call me when you need. It's actually really catchy. The video is called Call Me By Your Name and it's caused a lot of controversy, the music video. You know, it starts off really like, you know, nice and floral. Very, I would call it maybe like an alternative world. I wouldn't necessarily call it spiritual straight away. And then it kind of goes into the scene that everyone or, you know, majority Christians have been like screaming about. And that was the scene where he basically gives the devil a lap dance and then he snaps his neck and puts the devil's crown on his head when this all came out a lot of people had a lot to say in terms of oh he's mocking christianity and this world has gone way too far in terms of how we treat christianity etc 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 um and it's all very interesting guys he himself went on his tiktok when there was a hullabaloo around this music video and he basically said that all his life you know, being in the church, growing up in a very, like, conservative Christian family. He's been subjected to a lot of, like, homophobia, to a lot of oppression within the church. He hasn't really been allowed to be himself and basically left that circle. And it's kind of like a big F you, this music video, to them. Um, and, you know, in the, in the TikTok as well that he put up, he said that he, a lot of Christians have told him to go to hell. And now he did go to hell you know, referring to his music video and now they have a problem with that as well. Like kill a fair kind of thing. Like what do you guys actually want? The reactions to that TikTok have been varying as well. But I do love the heart of the Christians that are able to see beyond what others are taking as an offence and actually looking at the heart behind what he did and the heart behind the things that he's saying. Clearly, a religion or a set of people, an organisation called the Church has failed him when he was growing up. You know, some of the teachings that he might have heard, some of the abuse that he might have been subjected to um, because he's a gay man has led him to walk away from, from those people and systems and perhaps led him to walk away from God. I can't conclude that from the video, but he definitely did mention church people. I'm glad some people were able to see that and see the hurt behind what he's gone through, but others weren't. Others were so ready to defend God and defend Christianity. First of all, God doesn't need you to defend him. Like, I just want some Christians to just calm down in that regard. Um, like, yes, we love God and yes, we love our faith. Um, but God doesn't need anyone to defend defend him. God is a defender of, of people. He defends us and fights our battles. We don't need to fight God's battles for him. What we are called to do, however, is, is love. Love God and love people. Like, if every commandment in the Bible could be summarized, it's literally love God and love people. Stop overcomplicating it. Literally, I saw Christine Kane post on it on her instagram the other day and it's like this just love god and love people of course the bible is a guide um and we're meant to read it and add teaching from it to our lives and apply it and become more like christ but literally the sim the simple way you can understand christianity and the things that we're called to do is literally love god and love people i think if you're doing that it's very hard to falter into homophobia, to falter into treating people like they're less than you, to abusing other people, to doing various different things. Love literally is the prerequisite for a good Christian life. But a lot of people find that so hard to do and they go straight into bigotry and then they try to use scripture to back it up. If you're leading with love, it wouldn't have to be so backwards and you wouldn't have to be hurting so many people and pushing them away from the church. Um, it's sad that even Christians, and listen, like in this last year or so, 
I've had difficulty, I'm not going to lie to you, with church people. I've had great difficulty. Of course, I've had great community and people that I really love that have encouraged me and poured into me. Like, I'm forever grateful for them. But there are some that have left, like, a really bad taste in my mouth and just almost pushed me away from even wanting community. And there's people like that that they've gotten to that stage where it's like, I don't even want it anymore. I don't even want to be a part of this. I think it's really hard seeing Christians go through that or reach that tipping point where they're like, bye, I'm like I'm done. Because community is important as a part of the Christian journey. I do think 2020 has been a year that's unveiled a lot of injustices within different organizations, including the church. It's been necessary for the exposure, exposure of and separating the wheat from the chaff. I think it's been a necessary season. The fact that we're constantly having these conversations, I think it still highlights that there is still some self-reflection to take place within the body. And that's me as well. I'm included, you know, what am I doing wrong? Who am I pushing away from Christ because of how I've treated them? And that's not to say that we're expecting Christians to be perfect. Um, because that's another thing, you know, there's you know, we're not perfect, we're an imperfect church. Because I don't I don't go out of your way to be imperfect. Like don't do you understand? There's some people that you're not even trying. <laughs> you're not even trying right now. You're really overdoing it with the meanness, the the abuse. You're really overdoing it. Like, why don't you try and be more like Christ, a bit more, just try and be a bit kinder to people, try and love people a bit better, rather than being up in arms about Christianity being the most disrespected religion. And even if it is, isn't it in scripture that we're going to be persecuted? Isn't it in scripture that Christians are going to be persecuted? Isn't it in scripture that during the end times, things are going to come out that are going to go against the religion? Isn't it in scripture that we are in the world, but not of the world? So I just don't know why we're always so shocked when people in the world are behaving like the world or they're not, they don't quite have the same moral standing as people that are in church. I, I just don't, I don't, I don't know why we, we are shocked when people think differently to us when they haven't been indoctrinated in a certain system or they haven't been taught certain things in a certain system or they don't accept certain things from a certain system. We're always so shocked, like the Cardi B um, video, what's that song called? WAP. The WAP video, like, what did you ex what, what did you expect there to be a choir like the world is welded <laughs> so you you to be be more like christ i do think there are conversations though that you can have within your circle do you have to put it on social media that you're so repulsed like how dare they do that on the vmas or what award show was it i think there was an mtv what awards was it the other day that they say how dare they do that um cardi b and meg the stallion kind of perform whap on tv like the world is not responsible for what you know our, our children are watching or whatever it may be. And I know that TV isn't as censored as it used to be. Like I, I totally understand that there's nuance um, when it comes to like censorship and what's putting put on on TV. But the world is not going to bend around a single religion. I do think we need to stop crying about and bickering about these things a little bit more and just accept that yes persecution will come as part of the package but also focus on loving loving people and seeing behind some of the things that people say and do and actually focus on the human nas Lil Nas X is a person that's been through things let's focus on i'm not saying we're going to go there and repair everything that he's been through because we probably cannot that's trauma for you but at least we can be better to the next person another one that i saw recently was this lady that wore like a catholic gown but it was like a sex issue that's blasphemy isn't it you know i do have to look at it the other way in terms of yes some of us have faltered but also i do think some people do push it 
in terms of why did you choose that particular imagery with Leonard's ex I can see the trauma but I think some people do go out of their way to just be downright disrespectful like what was the reason what was the correlation it's meant to be a sacred gown but you've purposefully you know stripped so very interesting you guys let me know is christianity the most disrespected religion we're now going to go into the last part of the show where i get to have a conversation with Kanayo. thank you guys so much for watching this um do make sure you like if you liked it share with your friends comment below on the things i spoke about and subscribe to the channel for more until next time guys peace and love peace and chunks